There we are. Episode 2. Rolling. This episode, I guess we wanted to go over uh, results-driven stuff because, um, as everyone knows, they see infomercials on TV where it's instant results. Two weeks from now, you're going to have shredded abs if you follow this program and this that sort of stuff they're trying to sell you. And also, you go to Gold's. Some people go to Gold's and they go and they work out and they run on the treadmill and they don't see anything. They, see, they, they get to one spot and then they stop. So... We're going to kind of go over with the guys here, Terrence and Healy, about uh, some processes and some of their thoughts on results and how they get them and how you keep them going. So I guess to start that out is when a beginner comes in the gym, uh, especially like in CrossFit, a lot of times you see some quick gains. Isn't that correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And then – so. Why do those quick gains happen so fast in CrossFit? Like, where does that come from? Well, you, I think you're talking about, like, someone that's basically been sitting on the couch for a long period of time. Or if, if that's what, if they're a true beginner, I would call a true beginner in anything, especially with CrossFit, is someone that's coming from a sedentary lifestyle, which means they're not doing anything, but now all of a sudden adding physical activity into their repertoire. Well, here's the thing with that. Like, any type of physical activity, no matter what it is, you're going to see it's, it's a big, huge change within the body that's taking place because um, you're basically shocking the system and, and stressing the system to and now it has to make those gains to uh, to improve. Um, and that's what we call beginner gains because that's the gains you see when you walk in the gym and you haven't done anything for a very, very long time. All of a sudden, you're seeing great results relatively quickly, I would say. Um, and that, I mean, and so those are the results people are really excited about. That eventually, I would say, tapers off at a certain point in time, um, just because now other things need to be dialed in. Is that because like we're turning the like the fat into muscle um, more on the internal side? Like, is that why the gains come so fast? Because they have more to turn into muscle, and then you start losing some of that fat that turns into muscle, and well, once you once you build it, let's, let's it make works? something clear: fat doesn't turn into muscle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have that <laughs> Yeah, no, but um, it, it, that that has something. I mean, to to a certain extent, but if we want to go to get kind of technical with it, I mean, we could kind of go that route. But I mean, it, it's really simply that just your the body is a machine, and the body figures out what what you're doing. So you can do one thing for a certain amount of time. But at some point in time, it's like that, that whole plateau thing, the body is going to, to hit that point. And, you know, when you're a beginner, like you can work for an extended period of time and you get better, you know, you get stronger, you get faster, you lose weight. But at some point in time, your body is going to hit a wall. And when it hits a wall, you have to do something different, you know, and that's where, you know, the, the, the results thing, that's where it starts to get a little tricky just because, you know, you, you can work, like I said, you can work hard for a certain amount of time. And you'll see those results, you'll see those results, you know, for some months. But when you hit a wall, then then what do you do? You know, where do you where do you go with your fitness? Where do you what are you missing out on? You know, is it the workout portion of it that you're you're missing out on? Is it the food portion of it that you're missing out on? Is it the, the sleep, you know, the recovery, you know, the stretching, wh- whatever it is, you know, I could, there's a there's a laundry laundry list of things, but you know, there's more than just the the element of the fitness portion to it. So you know, when it comes to results, you have to be able to expand, you know, your, your horizons, you know, branch out and go into other elements of, of fitness. So would they, how long does it typically last, like, with beginner gains, if you want to say, and like, beginner improvement, beginner results, like, what, what, do, you, what do you see there? So that's going to be dependent on the individual and what you really, like, without getting too nerdy into the science, <coughs> so CrossFit, like, Besides being constantly varied, it's also training different energy systems. And when you want to just we simplify it with the energy systems, you got the short duration, which is like the zero. To, I would say like zero to yeah, maybe ninety seconds, and yeah. then we go like with that. A, a medium duration would be like anything from like ninety seconds to maybe like five minutes or so, and then you get a little bit higher with that. But and we and we can mix and match how we train those like to make a longer session, whatever we want to do it. Well, here's the thing, like beginner gains, any type of, even if it's a longer workout or a shorter workout, anything is better than nothing for like true beginners. So they're going to see that result thing. 
now in order to really maximize their training inside the gym after like when you start seeing plateau off it's because like it's hard to attack the energy system that is like the stimulus or the purpose of the workout you want to but you know the the old saying if you know your abs are made in the kitchen you know yeah. if, if you're not if you're oh, not yeah. eating what you're supposed to like it, you're just going to basically combat pretty much anything and everything that you're, you're you're doing in the gym even if you eat work out 5 days a week eat well 5 day, 5 days a week you can mess that all up over a two two day span which is a, a saturday and a, and a sunday i mean yeah. that's i mean I, I used to fall into that category, I would say, before I really embraced the nutrition aspect yeah, of it. Like we all did. Yeah, like you just, you can't out-train a bad diet. And the problem with it, I think, sometimes is people think they can, and they don't realize, like, especially with your job or your work like, that you're doing, like, coming in here for an hour and thinking that that hour is going to allow you to eat bad the rest of the day, it can't happen, because that's only, like, that hour is only a small percentage of your day. It's an important percentage, don't get me wrong, because, like, Physical activity and the intensity aspect is awesome, but it can, <clears throat> the hard work that you do in here can all be done, or you're going to, like Terrence was talking about, not see the results after that initial uh, start because the nutrition isn't dialed in. Well, the, the, and, and I'll say this kind of, and I'll let you kind of go back, but like you, your workout is, you, you get in here, your hour is the time that you have, but you're only truly working out for like five to maybe like 20 minutes, like hard intensity, yeah, yeah. hard intensity, yeah. you know, so yeah. 20 minutes, you know, five to 20 minutes of like a hard workout isn't going to come back, you know, or isn't going to come back eating bad the entire, you know, day and not sleeping, you know, so good. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, if you want to have like an analogy, I mean, this might not, I'm, sometimes I mess these up, but a good analogy would be like taking care, like maintaining your car. Like, that's kind of like a constant thing. Like, oil changes, everything you got to do, like, changing out the windshield wipers, making sure everything's maintained and taking care of it. There's little things here and there, consistent little things, though, that will keep it running longer. But then to fine-tune the engine, that's when you start putting in, like, the good fuel, you know, or, like, the people, like, souping it up with some muffler or whatever. If it's, like, a race car or whatever you want to call it. Super unleaded gas. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens inside the gym. We are fine-tuning inside the gym with the training all the good things you're doing outside of the gym. So if you're doing all the good things outside of the gym with the nutrition, sleep, and stuff like that, now your training is really going to pay off inside the gym, and you're going to see big results consistently. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, yeah. As opposed to like if I put a, a fast muffler, like if I put like top-line muffler on my car or exhaust, whatever you want to call it, but I got to... But I never changed the oil, or I put crap-ass crap fuel in there all the time, or just, you know, continually just drive it into the ground. That car, it doesn't matter how good the muffler is, which is, I think, that's where, like, especially if I use myself as an example, when I changed my nutrition, that's when I, like, I was working out a lot and at the beginning, before, when I started CrossFit, and I was doing it, but I didn't change a dang thing about the way I ate. And I didn't see, I saw a little bit of weight loss, but then all of a sudden I plateaued, and I plateaued for a while. And then I was like, I just got to commit to the nutrition. I'm not a games athlete. I'm not training at the volume of a games athlete or anything like that. I'm the general crossfitter that is just trying to be healthy for life. And I needed to eat like that. And so I adjusted my nutrition. And, like, it was very quick that my body responded to that. Well, like, it, like you say, adjusted <clears throat> your nutrition. And I think it's kind of important from the people I've talked to before and people go on all these fad diets, 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 nutrition. Yeah. You know, oh. We're talking about nutrition being a part of it. Now, whenever it, I think it's important for people starting out to know that it's not, don't make it a difficult process. Little bits, little steps at a time so that you create a habit versus just an immediate jump in these gains and then you go right back to it. When you eat that food, it soaks it all up and then you blow up again, you know, or you, you, do, you lose the gains that you got. So... I mean, maybe you guys can talk a little bit on this section of the nutrition part for people who are seeing the gains and losing them or, or seeing the progress and then losing it. Is that um, you don't need to jump headfirst in if you can't be consistent with it. Like just I have simple things like adjusting into whole foods. I find it here and like I find it, I wouldn't say amazing, but I think it's, it's interesting how people will come to us on a consistent basis to help them get healthier inside here with the gym with the training and stuff like that and yeah. they consistently buy into everything we tell them about like you know we're gonna make sure you're moving well first technique 
that we want consistency, where we want to make sure that technique is consistent across the board, and then intensity. And they buy into that. They listen. You know, for the most part, you know, get you know a few egos here and there, but they listen to that. But then with nutrition, like there's, it's like all of a sudden they think they can handle that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're coming, you're coming to someone, you're seeking out professional help to help you get healthier. But then all of a sudden the nutrition part, where you've been eating, we've all done this, eating so bad for so long. Why all of a sudden are you not trying to see? Like, there's nothing wrong with asking for help, and I think that's even that's important because like if you seek out somebody to help you with your nutrition, to dial that in, you can see consistency. I mean, and I know people think about it. Oh, it's a cost. Yeah, but like if you really want to be honest with yourself, the cost that it's going to take if you don't finish that later on in life when you're going to the nursing home is a hell of a lot more expensive than, expensive than paying a little bit of cost right now to for longevity. Yeah, you know, like you guys have Callie here. Yeah, that yeah. does yeah. nutrition and stuff. So if, if you even did that program with her for a couple months, well, that will help you. You're that starting you. to learn how to eat versus just going on a diet. Like that's you're learning how to eat, and I hate the word diet because. It is your diet all the way around. You can have a bad diet or a good, good diet, diet, but really, it's just how you eat. Yeah, it's just and it's just meal meal planning. Like mm-hmm. there's there's so many different types of you know meal meal plans that are that are out here. Not you know and just to kind of like list them off, and I'm not going to knock any of them. But I mean, there's you know there's keto. Um, I mean, RP. There's uh, Black Iron Nutrition. Zone. Um, yeah, there's Zone. Um, was uh well, well wait is it wag wag yeah I mean like and that's you know, counting macros yeah it's... counting macros you know and there, there's just so many there's so many out here I mean eat, but the big thing with this and especially when it comes to nutrition is that you have to find something that works well for, for you that's you know, where Cali helps yeah like, that's where Cali like, helps you find somebody who can track it for you outside just like a coach like you guys coach inside the gym you were talking about you you guys coach them and they listen to you in the gym having Callie or somebody like Callie to tell you your results that's unbiased towards you. They look at it and go, oh, this isn't working. Let me change that. Let's try this. Let's try that. See, and then they find the formula that works for that individual person. Perfect. That's a great analogy, Aaron. Like as far as like, because I think they will come to us and ask us to fix the way they move, like teach them how to power clean, teach them how to back squat. But now like asking someone to teach them how to eat, it's kind of like, oh, I can do that. I know what good foods are. Yeah, you're right. You do. If you know, but like the, Having the accountability, I think, to somebody else to help you through it and kind of be that support system for you, like we are as far as on the training aspect of it, is is very important. Yeah, but and you have to keep in mind too, with especially with nutrition, like nutrition is just hard. Yeah. Like if you know, you take about how you know some someone my age about how I grew up eating. You know, everything that I ate was was fried. Like I I. Dis- disgusted at veggies. Comfort food. Like, yeah, comfort food. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a fat kid. Like, you put some Oreos in front of me, you know, put, a, put a bowl of cereal in front of me, you know, any anything that has anything to do with sweets. Like, you put that in front of me. Like, that's, you know, as a child, you know, up until I was probably, like, maybe 20, 21 years old when I had somebody, like, actually show me, like, a, not major, but, like, show me minutely, like, how to eat. Like, that was just what I what I would eat. Like, you know, I didn't, I, I, hadn't, I didn't know. I had no clue. Nobody ever taught me how to eat and you know as I got a little bit older and I, I started reading over nutrition a little bit more like I, you have everybody has one of those like little light bulb moments mm-hmm. with you know with certain things like I had a light bulb moment with nutrition like oh so I can eat well and not really actually work out if I wanted to you know obviously I'm gonna work out but like I could eat well and even if I don't work out like I can manage my manage my weight I can lose weight if I want to I can gain weight if I want to, and it's all it all it all it all is based around how I'm eating, and that's what what people have a hard time with because we're creatures of habit. Like it's easy to change our, our our fitness and our exercise routine and regimen, but it's hard to control and focus on the other. You know, been here for one hour, the other 23 hours, what are you putting in your body? Like that's a long time. Like what are you, to, doing? you putting in? Yeah, what are you how doing? You it? Yeah, like what are you drinking? Yeah. What are you eating? Like it's hard to like. Turn down like you drive past. Like I know when I leave here and I go home, I drive past Whataburger, I drive past Chick Fil A, I drive past Zaxby's, I drive past the Blue Baker, I drive past Shipley's Donuts, and then the list the list goes on and on. It's easy to stop. <laughs> not even stop. Like it's easy to just roll on through that Chick Fil A drive through or McDonald's and just you know just grab yeah. something. You know it, it's easy. You know, but you have to have the the, the discipline. You know that that comes along with it, and that's a big thing too with the nutrition. Nutrition is a lot about 
just discipline. Like, can you set yourself up, you know, discipline-wise to eat what you're supposed to, when you're supposed to, on a regular basis? Yeah. yeah. And now what you're supposed to is, yeah. I think, that, like what you just said, that what you're supposed to is, is, a, is very important. I think sometimes people think, I'll just eat less crap. And that'll be good, but like you're still, you're, you're not going, your body is not going to respond to still putting, like, yeah, you may eat, be eating less, but you're still putting crap inside your body. You need to make sure it's good stuff and consistently good stuff. And that's why I think people just need to understand that nutrition is so, is, is, I, I and I give me, like, I'm a guy, and Terrence, we're, we, we own a gym. This is our business if people come in here and train. And I will tell anybody that comes in here is nutrition. Outside of here is more important than what you do in here, and like yes. and, 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 yeah, yeah. I, that is more like I can give you I can write you the best workout in the entire world, give you the best training program, but if you're not eating correctly, uh, it doesn't matter. I think they work together. They I mean, work. They I, work. I, I, so I for sure, they work together. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, yeah, I agree with that 100. percent But I, what I'm saying, like you can't, you, I, you can't I, have you, one without the other. other. I like to put them as equal parts because so he really does have that attitude. But he even told. You know, me and Kim that, hey, um, I wish I had followed more of the program that you guys did versus doing this just to lose the weight because now I lost all this muscle and I, I look, I don't want to say equally as bad, I'm trying to explain it good, but he lost the weight, but he almost looked like a skeleton. Yeah. So, and now he's created an eating habit where he, he's, he finds it hard. So, for instance, I'll just give the example. I don't want to ramble on too much with you no, guys. No, you're fine. Um, we were eating Thanksgiving dinner. Now everybody knows all you know all the Thanksgiving stuff. You have fun for that day. You enjoy your family. You eat the foods. He went and uh, he worked out with us the next day, right? So I started him off with a breakfast, and he ate well oatmeal or whatever. Just but he, he normally just eats a protein bar. Yeah. And then ate bowl oatmeal, went to the workout, came back, and then we cooked him some eggs, some bacon, uh, had some greens with it, and a pancake. A gluten-free pancake, right? And he's like, this is the most I've ever eaten in the morning in years. In years. He goes, I'm going to blow up. Well, he followed us, and he ate with us for lunch, what we ate. We cooked him lunch. And then we cooked him dinner. And the next day, he goes, what's the deal with this? Because I ate way more than I ever do, right? And I'm two pounds lighter this morning when I woke up. And I try to explain to him, it's not about the quantity all the time versus the qu- the quality of yeah. what you eat. So, yeah, and that's and that's the science behind food is that people, you're talking about quantity versus quality. If you're putting quality into your body, like I said, without getting nerdy out too much into yeah. it, like if I put if I eat a hundred grams worth of Snickers bar and then a hundred grams worth of uh, vegetables. Or even if I eat, let's say, go to the other extreme, 200, like 200 grams worth of vegetables versus 100 grams of a Snickers bar. Well, that what's in that Snickers bar, like what it does to like the inside, the chemical in makeup inside my body, that that response is worse than those 200 grams of vegetables. Like the, like the macro and the micronutrients I'm getting from those vegetables is going to yeah. have such a more positive effect on how I feel, how I perform, and then what, how my body turns uses that fuel and what it does with it. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think you're, you're talking about like where now what you do in the gym is, like, is being important. Like the nutrition is, you know, is the bottom portion, the base, the foundation. And now like to maximize like results based off of that nutrition. Now you got to, now you can, once you've done that nutrition wise, you can start dialing in, in the gym and really like, you're going to see like a body composition change. Like what you're like the, how you want to feel and look, and perform are all going to come together at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. and, and that's mean, what he said, kind of like, and just to kind of piggyback off on that real, real quick, like, you know, you, you kind of think about it, you kind of brought up fuel, we were talking about fuel earlier, like gasoline, yeah. like when, when you talk about your car, you know, your body is your car, you know, would you rather put in, you know, regular unleaded gas into your car, or would you rather put premium gas into your car, you know, the Snickers is regular unleaded, <laughs> the vegetables is, you know, that's premium. With a little water in it. Yeah, with a little water, yeah, it's premium, it's premium unleaded, you know, so that's how you have to kind of think about like your your body, you know, it, it it's it's hard to you know to to make chicken taste good. Like it, you know, chicken just tastes like rubber. Like I mean, it's hard. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. At the same time, I mean, that's just that's what you have to do 
you know, that's the premium, you know, putting in premium gas or would you rather put in, you know, regular, regular hermetic gas, you know, and then like kind of what you were talking about with your brother too, you know, I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of the times, like when you're, when you're bigger, you know, and you know, a quick fix to like losing weight is just eat, eat less, you know, and I was kind of the way, kind of that same way too, initially when I lost some of my weight is like, you get big and then you're like, okay, I can eat less and you, you lose, you lose that weight. Which you know that's that's all all fine, fine and dandy, but you kind of get stuck in that you know. To me, I kind of call it like I, I still get stuck in that kind of fat kid thing where like I don't want to eat like I don't want to eat a lot because I feel like if I eat a lot, like I'm gonna gain back gain it back you know by eating that's a lot. Exactly but you know it does. does yeah it doesn't it doesn't work that way like it's it's more just few as long as you're eating what you're supposed to it will work as kind of fuel versus working you know against you because you are eating more and I think a lot of people that used to be big, still kind of get stuck in that mentality of like, man, I can't eat all these carbs, you know, carbs are bad, carbs are bad, you know, you hear, you hear the carbs are bad yeah, all, yeah. all the time, you know, it's, it's the type of carbs, it's the type of carbs yeah. you know, that, that oh, you, yeah, if you're eating yeah. potato chips, you know, that, that's a, that's a bad carb, you know, but if you're eating veggies like you're supposed to, then like, you can eat that, you know, you can tell people you can eat veggies until you're blue in the face, like, and you'll, you'll be fine, you know, as long as you're not putting ranch on it or anything like yeah. that, but, you know, but it's just, you, you get kind of caught in that mentality of, you know, Carbs are carbs are bad. Carbs are bad. I can't eat carbs. Well, yeah, you can. Like you'll be fine. You can eat carbs, but you just have to watch what you're eating and what type of carbs you're eating, and that and that's the important thing. Yeah, and I mean, now I, we can probably do a nutrition thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, long, we can do like and bring Kelly yeah, on and bring to, yeah. you know Michael on, whoever to talk nutrition as far as that goes. But the mentality behind that situation, um, and then the gym, like you were saying, is um, yeah. They, uh, like, in the workouts, so your mindset towards the food, and, like, I can't do this, I can't do that, and you have this block in your mind of what you see, is the same thing, like, you know, you guys are talking about workouts and the purpose of why you eat things, the purpose of why you do the workouts. You guys explain a purpose for the workouts every single time of the board yeah. so you have an intensity level that you want them to hit whether it be high and low at different points and it's important to pay attention because some people have the mindset i just want to do cardio run hard hard intense 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 all the time then you have other people that are just like i want heavy weights and i want to lift that thing and not move but we we're talking about mixing it up yeah you guys can talk about the importance of listening to what the coaches say on the whiteboard that's and that's the thing of like hitting the the stimulus of the workout is it's very important to train all different energy systems and to, to lift heavy weights to, or, and then sometimes lift lighter weights to be able to do that to hit the stimulus um, because that's like the, the like those different stressors on your body. If you're consistently doing long duration workouts that are lighter and your heart rate isn't good, like it's just kind of like that steady heart rate, you're never really seeing like that intensity of it, your body is eventually going to adapt to that stressor and it's not and that's when you're going to stop seeing results but the perfect like and that is why i think some people when they attack a workout they need to really kind of pay attention and like i, I love it when people ask the question like how long should this take yeah you know like and because then i can really tell like oh, like i don't i don't think i can get it in that time frame at that weight okay well you need to lower the weight lower. down or change the movement or change the reps or change the reps change the reps, like, reps, like, yeah. reps distance all these things are scalable within a workout to make sure you stay within that time frame, um, or work accomplished in a time frame. Like so that way you're consistent. Like if I do a 10 minute AMRAP and the weight's kind of a heavier AMRAP and we're supposed to be able to achieve four or five rounds in it, but I choose too heavy of a weight and I can only choose two rounds, that means I'm probably resting way more during that 10 minutes than I need to be because I went too heavy on the weights and I'm not really hitting the intensity aspect of it. So and they. That is like where CrossFit, like it, that, that's the bread and butter, where you can kind of, where you can scale, hit the stimulus and the purpose of the workout, you will see results doing that. You will be, you will plateau and become stagnant if you never scale, if you don't refuse to scale correctly. Always want to do it RX, which means like the, the prescribed way to put it on there. Always want to do the movements. You don't care. Like if that, if I, if I scale or not, I want to do it the way it is. You will not see results uh, if you do that. And it's, I, and it's like, like cherry picking. You know, even if you come in here and do the workout all the time, but you constantly change what you guys have the workout written for, it's kind of cherry picking 
the workouts to suit your strength so your body adapts to the same style of workout over and over again, just like if you're going to a spin class every day or something. Yeah. And it, it changes the whole purpose of CrossFit and what it's about. So if I come in, and I, I heard an important thing I think I kind of want to go over with you guys, and this just what you said, is I love it when people ask me, how long should it take? And then you do that, right? Yeah. So here's the thing that's intimidating with CrossFit from being taking myself back to a beginner, asking people, even people in class, even good athletes, that sort of thing, the purpose of this workout, questions about the workout. Hey, I can do 135, but should I do 195 in this? What's the purpose of this? Like, hey, Terrence, how, how's this workout work? Like, what do you want from me in this workout? What should I expect of myself? Like, the intimidation factor of coming to ask you a question in the middle of class, I think it's important to note it's a good thing. Y'all want that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, all, we always want we always want the questions. And, like, my my, my kind of aspect on it and kind of letting, like, you know, athletes know is, like, you know, okay, workout set for 135. I have, you know, and most athletes, you know, in here, like, I have no doubts that you could lift, you know, 135 pounds. But could you, you know, lift that? Yeah. But should you in the midst of... Of a twenty-minute AMRAP, probably not. <laughs> so it, it's it, it's re, it's really simple. Like, dude, yeah. we we usually tell people like, hey, we want you to be able to move consistently without sitting there. Because I think we've all been there before in, in the CrossFit world where there's a hundred thirty-five pound bar in front of you, and you sit there and look at it, and you're like, man, there ain't no way I'm going to be able to lift this again. And you just you just sit there and you stare at the bar for you know fifteen, twenty seconds, or even or thirty seconds, or just how, however long. Like, if you can't Look at the bar after you drop it, take maybe two or three breaths, pick it back up, and then continue to go through your repetitions on it. It's probably it's probably too heavy, you know, or, you know, it has chest bar up there. You do one chest bar pull up, and then you sit there and you stare at the bar for, you know, a minute. Like, you, you, we probably need to change it to just chin over bar. Like, it, it just, it's just a classic, like, could I versus should I when it comes to the, the, the purpose uh, of the workouts. Like, could you lift this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could lift this. But should you, in the midst of, of this workout, in order for you to get out of this workout what we want you to, you know, no, you, we need to drop it down. You know, drop the drop the weight down. Yeah, you'll move you'll move better with the weight the weight drop down. And that's where, you know, Healy kind of said, you know, people buying buying into what we're what we're telling them and into what we're you know trying to trying to get across. If you if you come in here and you know, you just want to do R RX, you know, oh, I want to do RX, I want to do RX, okay, that's fine. But, you know, I I've been doing CrossFit for eight years. I am not an RX athlete. Like, I can I can look at the board really quickly and tell you whether or not I'm going to be able to do it, do it RX. But the majority of the time, it's not RX. Like, in, in the funny thing, I had uh, Ortiz, like, maybe a couple of years ago when Ortiz first, first got here. Um, we were, you know, the open comes around and everybody wants to do wants to do the open, and um, he he was like, T, you you're doing you're signing up RX, right? I'm like, no, I'm not signing up RX. So, oh come on, man, you can do that RX. No, I could, but should I? Probably, probably not. Probably not. It's it's not the smart thing, and it's you know you just have to. And when you're new, you don't really know yourself well enough in in the CrossFit world, but as you get into it long enough, like you end up, you learn a lot about yourself. And that's what CrossFit's all about, that data. Like you got to come in here and get that data yeah. on yourself. Data, 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 data. <laughs> you have to, yeah, you have to know when you see a movement on the board, like and you have to learn that about yourself. Like when you see a movement prescribed in a certain way, you're kind of like, okay, normally that weight and that rep scheme, I usually get it at this weight. And that's how I know it. So then you learn that about yourself and you're able to attack those workouts because you're consistently coming to the gym and learning those things about yourself and what you're capable of. And at the same time, after you learn that about yourself, now you know how you can kind of progress. Like, okay, normally I, uh, whenever I've seen 20 push jerks kind of in this time frame and not at 95, I normally do 75 pounds. Well, today I'm going to try it at 80 pounds. And with my, and then you see it, and that's okay. That, that's good. Like you're trying to see if, how, if your, your body is ready to kind of like to have that stressor put on it and see how you perform with that. And that way that's where the gains will kind of happen, like small progressions and things like that. Um, but you have to learn that about yourself. And I think no one will ever really truly learn what they're capable of or what their or, or realize what their potential is if they consistently refuse to scale a workout correctly. Like, I, I would say there's probably a, a very 
the percentage of people in the CrossFit world that should do workouts RX versus the ones that should scale is very, I would say, probably, if I'm being honest, it's small. Yeah, 10% to 90%. 90% of people should scale. I bet you, like, there are probably still, I still see things like a, a really good athletes that got to scale workouts because they have problems with double unders. Yeah. Or they have, pro- they're not a good runner, so they have to scale the distance on the run. Yeah. Women's RX is still RX, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my motto. Women's RX is still RX. Well, that's a good one. I like it. I think I, that's it. That should like, be on the wall somewhere. Yeah. Women's <laughs> RX is still RX. I mean, what they, what <laughs> we're, they, we're an equal opportunity. It is. We are. I mean, what they tell you in CrossFit, no what, what they tell you in CrossFit, like, yeah. when you first start and you learn it you get, and you go to the L1 and do all that kind of stuff, they tell you, like, you program for the best, scale the rest. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and, uh, we all do it. And like, like it's, and there's nothing wrong with it. When I, I love this story. I tell it all the dang time. All right, let's hear it. Again. Yeah, <laughs> I know which one it is. His first, yeah, yeah, his my first, first CrossFit workout ever, ever. Like, and I was, I would say I was, I thought I was strong-ish. Um, and the workout for all the CrossFitters are going. It was Isabel, thirty snatches per time. Prescribed weight is one thirty-five ninety-five. Well, it wasn't the, the snatch is not my premier lift. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be smart. I'm gonna scale it, and this is, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do the work at 90. I've done snatches before, never heard of that amount of reps or in that for, for time. I'm like, I'll go 95. I was 30 something at the time. There is this 19 year old girl. She's an athlete, obviously, but she puts 95 pounds on the bar right in front of me, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna smoke this girl. So six minutes into the workout, I'm still working, and she finished four minutes ago. <laughs> the same weight, and so and like that, and that had a profound effect on me at that point in time, where I was like, I it doesn't matter what weight I put on the bar, I don't want it doesn't matter what I lift, I want to be able to move as fast as she did. I want to be able to do that, like and keep up with her. Yeah. I go because that was impressive. I go that was really, I was impressed, and it wasn't that hey, I just overestimated it and like and I and I and I, and I could have came in the next day I could have left never came back to CrossFit and been demoralized but I chose no I want to get better and so that like I tell that workout all the time and like and I still scale workouts there's overhead squats or something like that that's a, that's a bad movement for me I have to scale that weight if I want to hit the intensity of a workout you have to do that like, if you otherwise you'll be sitting there staring at the bar until the time's over and you really didn't get much out of your training that day so the, the important thing like what you said there is something is looking at Looking at that girl and not thinking, oh, I'm defeated because a girl beat me at the same weight. Oh, hell no. Is, is is looking, this I want to move like that person. So yeah. Yeah. The, the important message to get through this intensity thing, I think what you guys are trying to say, is don't let your ego get in the yeah, way that's of the it. longevity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a long distance race for results. Yeah. I, so, I always tell people yeah, that I mean, too. Yeah, like, yeah. You're, the only way you're going to get hurt in here is if you let your ego get in the way. And I think that's, I use that yes. story as not, I don't want to get, I want to, let me clarify that story. I use that story as an example, not because I think I should have been able to beat a girl by any means, but at the same time is that I had no idea what I was getting into. I was, I, oh, I, my ego got in the way. Yeah. And, yeah. and you yeah. have it, and, and it's also something where you have a choice yeah. to choose the longevity version and let, push your ego aside and go, and use, so you looked at that girl, you have a choice right then and there. You can go, oh man. I got beat by this girl. Or you can say, I'm motivated now by how well she moves. How did she get to where she is? Yeah, exactly. And that's what it was for me. She inspired me to come in and get better. And if I ever saw her today, I would thank her again for for kicking my butt in that workout. And that is the awesome thing about the scaling and the male's weights versus the female's weights. It's like you could come into any CrossFit gym anywhere and go up against anybody in there, and if you should all be pushing each other, no matter what weight or movement you're doing, because you should be trying to stay with each other for the most part. If me and Terry talk about this all the time, if people scale correctly, your time should be pretty, pretty and, and your score should be pretty consistent with the rest of the people in the class. Yeah, if, obviously if you'll have athletes that are you're going to have the fringe athletes. Yeah. smoke it. Yeah, there's going to be the fringe athletes, and there's always going to be the beginners that are kind of we scale it even a little bit more because they're getting introduced to it. But and there's the fringe athletes that are just like. They're freaks of nature, and they can just move faster, and they're just like they just go, and not, and those are like the the one percent, the point or the point zero one percent, but like for the most part, everybody should be pretty consistent with each other, and I think people, we do an awesome job. I think our coaches here of getting that across because I see that on a pretty consistent basis where everybody's right around each other, um, and they, 
and they realize that because like even in our in our build up, they use that build up like yeah I, sh I probably shouldn't go that heavy, and they talk to us through it because they trust us if we talk them through it too as well. Um, and sometimes we're gonna tell them like no go a little bit heavier today like go a little bit that, yeah we don't always say no go light and go fast. Um, you know today's time to today's the day probably to go a little bit heavier. Um, because you're, you're moving well, you're moving consistently, you're moving fast. Let's go ahead and go up a little bit heavier, see what happens. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes they surprise themselves too. Because yeah. like a lot of the time, like we always say, we don't tell them to go heavy. You know, we, we I mean, we don't say go like very light. You know, but we also don't say go 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 heavy. We don't and we don't say go heavy a lot. But like when we do say, okay, hey, we want you to go heavy in the workout. Like some people kind of look around like, is it like they want us to go heavy? Like, well, then we talk about that that habit again <clears throat> of. They're getting used to one certain style and they don't have the confidence. But when a coach comes up and says, hey, you need to put a little bit more weight on the bar because you're moving up a level. I think you ought to yeah. test this out because what you ultimately need for results driven and what we've kind of talked about here is constant stressors on the body. Yeah. And a yeah, movement yeah. of the stressors on the body in nutrition and in the workout. So the stimulus has a, a purpose and that is to put different stressors on the body right absolutely. yeah absolutely yeah yeah and yeah. that's a you know and it's a funny we call we call it we call that crossfit bullying uh, <laughs> sometimes yeah sometimes you have to bully uh and, and bully and bully any kind of in, in a fun way you know because we're, we're all family here you know sometimes you have to kind of bully people into like letting them know like hey like you can you can go heavier because like what ends up happening is when we tell them to go a little bit heavier Sometimes they 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 still err on that side of caution, so they end up going too light. And then I think we've all been there before. After you finish a workout, you're like, man, I could have gone a little heavier. On that yeah, workout. that doesn't mean they didn't get a good workout, yeah. but they they were more aware in that workout than they had been probably before that of what they're able to do, capable of, capable of. Because you've yeah. and that's because we they they've given they they trusted us. And we're confident in the amount we've watched these athletes move, how much weight we've watched them move, and then I mean specifically. Those two combined were like, yes, you're ready to take. I think you're ready, and you can see it on their faces where they're kind of like, man, I had one this morning because um, it was like, uh, it was a, it was a workout at power snatch at 55 pounds per gallons, and uh, push and push press was the same way. And they're looking, they're like, man, like a power snatch might get me a 20 reps, but I know I can do push press. I'm like, like, what should I do? And I'm like, just go. I mean, don't go. You're ready for a little bit more weight at the power snatch. Yeah, and you're like I go just. Try it in the build-up, see how you feel, and they're like, okay, yeah, and they, and they surprised themselves, and they did it really well, and like, we had that, I, I had it this morning, and I think we have, and I'll have that on a consistent basis, but that's on the coach to pay attention to these athletes to make sure that they, and you're confident in that, because I tell you what, if I'm not confident with an athlete ready to go up and wait a little bit, I'll tell them no. Yeah. Or I, and not in like a mean term, but like, well, let's just stay here today, let's see how you feel, and I don't think I've ever, when I've, I guess I just told you, I mean, I, I think that's where we're, I think we're really good at what we do in here because I don't think I've ever had an athlete say when I told them to stay light that they said you were wrong I should have gone heavy yeah I think uh, I mean maybe I'm maybe wrong. every once in a while maybe every once in a while but the, but the, the communication lines between that and telling them those things and then they go they still go oh you know what he told me to go that way but I could have gone heavier and kept that same pace up. You go, okay, well, next time. Next time. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and you're right. And you know what? And that has happened. I say, I take that, yeah, that, I take that, I take that back. Yeah, that has happened before. And that's a good thing because now, that, like I said, having that awareness during their workout that they didn't maybe weren't thinking about before, they just learned that. And, like, I tell people that all the time. Like, hey, write down what you just did weight-wise for this many reps at this movement today, write that down so you kind of have a reference list. Yeah, and we, so, and that's why we have, you know, Zen, Zen Planner, yeah. you know, so people can, you know, you can go back and look at what, what you did, and that's the awesome thing about CrossFit is, you know, the, the benchmark workouts, you know, we, we have those 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 set up, you know, to where you do benchmark. Just this this week we did, uh, was it Crisscross was one that we, we did a little while back. I think maybe like in September we did that one, and people were able to actually do that. You know, when some people came up to me, man, I beat my school on the last time. Like, that's like, that's why we like, you know, data, 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 data. Like, you, you do this workout. Okay, we may not do it next week. We may not do it the following week. We may not do it in a month. It may not, it may not, it may not even be three months. Like, it might be six months down the line when we come back and do it. But if you've been coming in here on a regular basis, you've been pushing yourself, you know, you got your, you know, the, your nutrition, your results are coming, your results are coming. We'll come back and do that workout again. 
so you know what to shoot for. If you beat it, hey, there's a new PR, right? You yeah, know. and then and beating is a relative term in the sense of like it's beating like sometimes it's a faster time. Yeah, it's same weight, sometimes same it's weight, a heavier weight, heavier weight. Heavier. Yeah. or it's like a or it's a movement you've never done before. Yeah, like they like it was pull ups, and the last time you, it was pull ups, you did jumping pull ups, and yeah. now you did, and you were able to do like sets of like maybe a smaller rep scheme, but like those are all that's all that's all getting fitter. Like yeah. that's all encompassing to getting fitter. It doesn't always mean a faster time or a higher score. So there's there there's the factors, in the in the inside the workout that are that you can improve upon, like the weight, the movement, the 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 difficulty level of the movement. That if you're able to achieve that the next time, that's being yeah, that's, like, getting, that's know, getting fitter. Using you're using a green band now, you're using a red band, right? Or, or a blue yeah. band. It's, you know, it's tiny, even tiny markers like that. You need. You need to celebrate them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you need to celebrate oh, them for yeah. yourself. I, I I saw one the other day from one of the members here where they posted when they started. Five months later, the same workout. And they're stoked, and yeah. it's like world's different. The weight's different. The time's better. I mean, all those things. But that's some. And I I know who the person is. That's I know who you're that talking just about. Comes Dana. in. Dana. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Dana. She comes in. She does the workout the way it's prescribed yeah. on the board to her abilities, the max effort of what you guys want. And then yeah, she 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 always she hits the she hits these tennis stimulus every single time. She <laughs> listens, um, she's coachable, and she and she buys into nutrition stuff. And any athlete that will do that, man, you are like your potential. It's it can go through the roof. It really can. But like I, I like I said, we, we circle. I know we're circling back to this. If you come in here expecting magic. For just an hour a day and nothing else changes. Yeah, that's like, and we're getting ready for that time. It's we're a month away yeah. from those New Year's resolutions, and people are going to come in. They're going to come. They may come in here. They may go into a different gym someplace else, and the results are not going to happen as fast as they want them to. And there's and and, 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 and I and I and I and I'm sad when that happens um, because I don't think and I think it's just from a lack of. I think just general education or knowledge about what like what it all entails, and that's why I always suggest like I mean, and that's another thing. A reason I think any CrossFit affiliate, a good one, if they walk in there and a good coach will educate them on everything that they kind of need to address, that's when they that's the difference between CrossFit and other things. Well, it's that it's part of that choice and mindset too. You walk into the Goals Gym and you see this jack dude. You know, bench press. Well, where do you think that that guy started? Where yeah, you he started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that did. But, yeah, but you don't look at it as like, how did that guy get there? Let me pick his brain for knowledge. You go, I can't, I can't do that. And I'm sitting here in the middle. He's in the gym. I should probably not be here. Yeah. Like, if I don't get there in a couple of days, well, then I should probably leave because this is his place and not mine. It's like, no, he got here yeah. by it. They don't. I mean, it takes a long time. That's why I said the ego, a lot of people don't understand. They think ego is like puffing your chest out or doing that. It really is like pushing aside and saying it might ha- not happen today. It might not happen two months from now, but it's going to happen if I keep it. And if I get there doing it this way, it's going to stay off. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's why they don't see, they don't see, they see people right now yeah. in the present when they walk in these doors. They don't realize that they're, see- they're seeing themselves, they're walking in themselves in the door on step one. And they're seeing somebody else on step two hundred. Yeah, they don't see like yeah. they see the guy. You know, you walk into Ghost Gym, you see the guy that's just you know super super jacked. Like you you see him there, but you also don't see him like leading up to a show, eating just straight up yeah. fish and rice and eating and drinking like a gallon jug of water. You know, plus you know a, a day like that. You don't you don't see the those those things on on a, on a regular basis. You know, so you know and then he's kind of in the steps. You know. He, come in here you know you might be on step you know 15 but you know you, you see somebody that's like killing these workouts and just you know one of those one of those fringe athletes and but they're on step you know one 150 you know you have to take the time you know and it doesn't it's not going to be three months six months like you, you have to kind of put that instant gratification to to the side because i think a lot of the time you know we you know as human beings you know that instant gratification is always it's, it's always you know we all we all want instant gratification sometimes you know but when it comes to fitness, the fitness does not work in the, the instant gratification. You know, it, it doesn't work that way. It takes time. It takes months. It takes years. You know, you see that person walking around with the six-pack abs. Some of it, some of it might be ge- genetic, you know, but, you know, you also don't see them waking up. You know, they come here at 5 a.m. You don't see them waking up at, you know, 4 a.m. to eat their breakfast, you know, which is just straight-up eggs and bacon, you know, and, and just what else, and then coming in here and working out at 5.30 
and then going back home, eating again, you know, and seeing seeing those little things, the, the progression with it. You know, you just see where they are at now, but you don't know how they got there. I think your point of instant gratification is good, Terrence, that you made. And just thinking about something important to explain this thing of, like, the theory of um, the gains and the improvement and the results yeah. is that what those people, what, what people starting don't understand is that the people who are at this level that they see and they maybe admire, like that girl doing the snatches, mm-hmm. it's so much harder when you get to that point to have results Yeah, because you're, you're maxing your body out. And so your results are actually a lot smaller. You go from 95 to putting now 100 on the bar and you got to be happy with like, so there's big leaps and jumps and then it's a hard process. It's almost harder for that person to get uh, results. Yeah, you have to fight for two and a half pounds or right. five five pounds on, on, on a PR. You know, and like when we when we do get stuff in here where people are lifting lifting heavy, you know, at, at the end of class, you know, hey, like you know, anybody gets get a new PR today? And some people raise their hands and like I'm like, hey, take that PR and run with it, whether it's two and a half pounds or whether it's five pounds, take it and, and run with it because in in fitness, you're not going to get PRs every day. That's, that's not how it works. Some days you're going to feel great. Other days you're going to feel like crap because you didn't get sleep or there's some crud going around and, and, and you're sick. But you have to you have to take the the, the little victories and, and run with it kind of earlier. You know, take that little that victory of, okay, I used the green band in this workout last time, but now I used the blue one. I got less reps, but I used a I used smaller band. Yep. Like, you know, so you, you yep. got to take it and, and, and run with it, you know, as, as minute as, as the, the victory or the win is in, in, in the fitness world. But how many people, I, I just kind of want to make it as relative as possible so that people know it's not just a beginner, it's not just the, the best that there is. It's a struggle and a mindset for these results that the people that have been doing it for so long still struggle just like the people that have started because mentally they have to push through knowing that they may only get a pound and a half every six months. Yep, yep. yep. On their on their weight. Yeah. That, that's a tough thing for people who are in it and an athlete to have to deal with. So you've got it on both ends of the spectrum, and they don't realize that they're both similar. They're both the same. Yeah. It's the same exact mental problem with the beginner versus the guy that's at the top. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, sure. it, it just, you know, it. I think you know all all of us as as human beings, we all struggle with the, the the progression of you know getting getting better, you know, and especially in in fitness, it's just a bunch of peaks and peaks and troughs. Like you're not gonna, you just you just have to ride this crazy ridiculous roller coaster and wave that 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 fitness is. And even you know even with, with me, you know, like I went from what last year around about this time, I stopped working out last year around about this time, you know, and I had that, had that phone spur in my foot. I stopped working out. Like I didn't work out until I think maybe like stopping, like I think maybe October. Yeah. I think I stopped, I stopped working out. Yeah. I stopped working out. Bone spur in my foot. Like I just couldn't deal with it. And I think I started back working out again and probably about maybe April to mid, mid April, somewhere, somewhere around there about, about May. You know, I was freaking as, as happy as I could be. Even I remember old Manny was like, "GT man, it's, it's good to see you back in here working out." I had to, I skipped the entire open, first time in like six or seven years. Like I've skipped, I had to skip the open. Uh, but you know, now I'm getting getting back into things. I started back solid in June. You know, doing well, doing well. Like I hadn't ran. Like everybody knows me. Like if you met me like years ago, I was a freaking bean pole. Like all I did was run. I played soccer. I ran. Like that's just a, that's just a play soccer. I ran. Like I, that's all I did. You know, I, I went running for the first time, like, last week on Saturday. Like, and I was happy as a, a pig eating his own, you know what? Because you know, I, I ran a mile. Like, you know, like, and, like it's just, like, it, it, but you, but it's, you know, in that sense, like, I, I've been doing it for a long time, you know. But, you know, when you, like I said, those little victories, like, you know, regardless of whether you're at step 150, you know, or whether you're at step 15, like those little victories, like you just gotta, gotta, gotta take them and you gotta be excited. You didn't ask Kelly, I went home and like, it's like, hey, I ran, a, I ran a mile today. Like, and my foot doesn't hurt. I feel pretty good about myself. Like, like you know, she's she probably like, good, I'll take out the recycling. Yeah. Run your butt to the curb with the recycle bin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna have it. Well, I mean, 
This I think this is all pretty good information for people. Yeah. Um, anything you guys want to add as far as on the longevity, the results, or is there anything that we didn't discuss? No, I, don't, I think I think we hit pretty much. Yeah, we we, we kind of talk about it forever. Yeah, we got to talk about it. You can you can go on this for like hours, but yeah. Yeah, I think we covered some good ground today. So yeah. just yeah. resources. I mean, there's so many resources out ask here. Ask questions. For, yeah, ask, ask questions. questions. Yeah, the only Very stupid important. question is the one that you don't ask us. True. Sometimes we may give you a little flack for asking us questions, but that's just because that's who we are. Except for you, all your questions. Are yeah. Stupid. Well, I, I'm gonna talk trash to everybody for asking questions. That's just, just just what I do. I do it on purpose. I, I love y'all, but you know, sometimes y'all we, y'all ask questions and y'all are like, "Why are you looking at me like that?" I'm like, "I'm sorry. I'm just, I love you." But yeah, we just want to talk junk yeah, right now. We just want to talk trash. Right now. And some of the the things. I mean, if anybody has any questions about wanting to start on the nutrition side of things to get more results and to to see more progress, they can talk to Callie. How do they get a hold of her? Do you guys? I guess. Uh, they want to. I mean, yeah, they could. They, Callie's here quite a bit, but like, yeah. if if they want to get in touch with Callie or anybody like that, like, just come contact, come talk to us. We'll get you in contact like that. No problem. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's that simple. And exactly. she's really good, and she makes it oh, really yeah. easy, yeah. and yeah. she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Is important to say, like, she really does know a lot, and it's her passion. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. She's great. She's great. She's great. She's been a, a godsend for us yeah, in that nutrition really. field. Yeah, so. we we needed a big element that we've been missing, and she's like filled that filled that spot like tremendously. So we, yep. we really appreciate all everything that she's done for us, and I know the people that she's working with appreciate it. Yeah, too. they've been they've been they've been killing it. Yeah. And then again, is there any sort of uh, are there any open spots for the Bethany Shadburn? Yeah, we still got that's that's yeah. those, those spots are filling up, but people are excited about it. And then remember that's coming January twelfth. Um, but you can still go to our website, go to the. Um, the membership pricing yeah, tab, pricing, yeah, options, yeah, pricing yeah, options on our on our website, and you can register through our website through that. She'll be here January twelfth. Um, she's super excited to come out here and help and she can coach that class and answer questions afterwards. And then stay tuned. There's no date to move into the new building yet. It is coming. It's coming. coming. We, 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 I don't even want to say it because we yeah. had like we had a kind of conversation. Don't jinx it. No, yeah, I, know. I don't even. I'm not going to say it, but it is. It's. 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 We I'm not even gonna say it. We'll be in there when we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patience. You sound like a patient. You sound like a 2018 rap song. I'm yeah. not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Not gonna say it. I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, man. It was fun, guys. Yeah. Episode two is yeah. in the Episode books. Episode two, book. Yeah.